Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I'm back with Katie J. Trent. She is my new friend and I'm really enjoying getting to know you, Katie. I'm really enjoying getting to know about this book. You have written a book called Dishing Up Devotions, 36 Faith Building Activities for Homeschooling Families. And this is a book all about baking, building relationships with our kids in the process of that. And then it it's so cool. It's just such a unique book because you've taken these fun baking recipes and you've intertwined God's word into it. And then you've intertwined into that, how you can relate with your kids by asking questions and conversation starters and things like that. And it's just such a fun book that brings so much, uh, just such a unique way to bring the family together. And so I've enjoyed talking with you about that this week. In the last episode, we talked about uh, just the the fun of being in the kitchen with our kids, whether they are on one side of the counter and you're cooking or you're on the other side of the counter and they're cooking and baking. Um, you know, it's just, it is such a privilege you guys to be with our kids. If you're having a hard day today, as you're listening to this, and maybe you're fighting with your kids to do their schoolwork, or you're just frustrated because things are not going the way that you want them to go. Here's what I'm going to encourage you to do. Well, one, definitely go get this book, order it. I'll have all the links in the show notes for you to be able to purchase the book. It's called Dishing Up Devotions, but jump on Pinterest or pull out a cookbook somewhere where you can find just a fun recipe that you can do to bake with your kids. Go into the kitchen, put away the math, put away the language arts, put away all of the stuff and just spend some time baking with your kids in the kitchen, making a mess, throwing flour in each other's hair. What actually... If you throw flour in your kid's hair, don't wet their hair because that makes glue. But so don't do that. But just have a good time enjoying your kids and building memories with them. And that's what this book is really all about. It's really just about building memories and incorporating God's word. But as part of that, Katie brings in character traits into each chapter. And you have just uh, magnificently incorporated these character traits into the actual recipes that you have in the books. It's incredible what you've done. So I would love for you to tell us about your, what are your five favorite chapters slash character traits that you address in this book? Oh, there are so many. It really is fun. And I find that, you know, as I was going through it, like I grew so much. And even as I'm doing these things with my kids, they're growing so much. But for me, I love dreamer because all of our kids have dreams and Mm. unique because I really want you to recognize that God has specially created each of your kids. And so I love that one or loving because let's face it, this world needs us all to be more loving. And then there's adamant. How do we stand firm in our faith in a world where truth is in such chaos and confusion right now? It's under such attack. Um, And then leaders, because we need strong leaders. We need our kids to rise up and to transform the world as we know it. So I I can't count. Maybe that was five. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like five. Of those five, what's your favorite? If you could pick one favorite chapter 
Now I asked you before about your favorite recipe and you said the pumpkin recipe, but of your favorite chapters, which one would be your favorite chapter? I think loving is probably one of my favorite chapters, as I said, because I feel like I need to grow in love. My kids need to grow in love. And I feel like it's such a powerful concept when we can wrap our minds around the love of God. Amen. Yeah, totally. Okay. So take us through the loving chapter. How are right. we going to learn to love and bake and incorporate relationship? What are what are the questions that you ask, the conversation starters? What is the scripture that you use? Walk us through that chapter. Okay. So it's actually, of course, love out of 1 Corinthians 13, verses 1 through 3. Um, and I won't read it. We don't have time to go through everything, but just what does it mean to love? And then I'll read you a little snippet of the devotion, just so you can kind of get a sense for what you'll experience so it says, as moms, the choices we make are compelled by our indescribable love for our children. We sacrifice sleep, privacy, physical needs, and so much more, all in the name of love. Homeschooling requires additional sacrifices, but also provides many more opportunities to put our love into action daily. My daughter struggled to learn to read, and maybe you're in the same place you know, for some of the listeners, we spent months sitting at our table as she agonizingly attempted to sound out each letter and form the words aloud. There were tears and some shouting. One day, instead of sitting at the table, I called her to the couch and cuddled her in my lap as we worked through the lessons. It's amazing what that simple act of love did for her. Instead of dreading our reading lessons, she grew to enjoy them. I also showed love later by taking turns reading lines with her. And just like that, our most dreaded subject became our favorite, simply because love inspired my behavior and words. Jesus Christ's love for us compelled him to action. He didn't just preach about love, he tangibly demonstrated it in every encounter. Jesus taught us how to extend grace and mercy to even the most unlovable. We want to teach our kids to express the love of Christ to others daily, but how? And I'll go on in that. I won't read it for you now, but it goes on a little bit. Um, and then there's a prayer. And then their family activity, this is creating a concrete list of loving actions like smiling, opening doors, helping your neighbors, complimenting, visiting elderly. And this is great, especially the holiday season. I feel like people are more focused on acts of love, uh, but this helps you to really say, what can we do to put love in action? Because love really should be a verb in our life. And then the Baking Buddies talks about, we all want to need love. God created us for relationships and Jesus demonstrated the way to win the world is through love. So we each have a God-sized hole in our hearts that only he can fill. And as Christians, we're blessed with the opportunity to help others discover how to fill that hole. Our words may be forgotten, but the love we demonstrate remains forever in the hearts of those around us. So today we're gonna make donut holes to help us remember we have the missing ingredient to share with others, Jesus Christ. Amen. And then there's beautiful pictures with all of them and the recipe. And these are actually gluten-free cinnamon sugar or glazed donut holes, but oh. you can make them with regular flour as well. Okay. Are they made with almond flour? Um, this I actually use a one-to-one -one baking flour. So like Bob's okay. Red Mill, Bob's Red Mill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, just simple because then you're not messing with anything. You could try it with almond flour as well, yeah. though. So very cool. Oh, that it's it's amazing. I love what you've done. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts and we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy 
and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. We are back with Katie J. Trent, and I'm really enjoying talking about this book. I like talking about just being able to make those memories with our kids and uh, just building that relationship with them. One of the things that I always find difficult, and I know I'm not the only one, I, I know so many moms have a difficult time with knowing how to just balance all of the things. And for me so often, I feel like I don't have time to bake. Like I'm just trying to keep my head above water. We're trying to just get the laundry done. You know, I need clean socks for my husband because for, you know, two days now he's been wearing the same pair of socks or no socks at all. And so trying to balance all of the, the things that are on us as homeschool moms, all of the responsibilities, I think oftentimes we can look at baking and think, well, I just don't have time for that. And this book really shows that we, it's something that, you know, you don't have to do it every week. There's no formula to this. There's 36 chapters, but you can take two years to go through the whole book or just pull a chapter again that is fitting for you or maybe a character trait that your child is struggling with. Find that character trait. How fun would it be to find it in a cookbook and then do a baking activity and be able to teach your child about loving their sister or loving their brother? I mean, that's just a really fun way to reach the heart of your child. But Katie, how do you find time to balance all of the things that you do, all of the pressures that are on you as a homeschool mom, a wife, a teacher, all the things. This is something I failed with more than I succeeded. I feel like, especially in the early years where I thought I had to do so many things or I had to get through a curriculum and I wrestled with finding that balance. And I've learned I start big and I move small. So I look at that broad picture of what do we want to accomplish for the year? And that's not just like we want to get through math, but who do we want to become? What activities mm -hmm. and memories do we want to make? Like I really try to think broadly of what do I want this year to look like when I come back? I want my kids to make those lasting memories. Nobody's going to ask me, you know, what age did your child learn to read? Right. And how many math worksheets did they complete? Those aren't going to matter. So I want my kids to have beautiful memories of us spending time together. So I try and think broadly. And then I look at what do we need to do each month, right? The holidays are here. What are we looking at for the holidays and shifting my schedule that way? And then I also look at each week, what do we have doctor's appointments or field trips or things like that. And I do kind of like a block, like we're not to the minute you're scheduling things, but what do yeah. we want to accomplish in a day? And not being afraid to let go of that and reset and pivot to what we need. And that is, like you said, Yvette, such a great thing about this book is if you guys are having a really hard day, put aside what you normally do and mm -hmm. do something fun. I am not the funnest mom. I'm not the person that is just like, yay, she's so awesome. But I found that if you'll just take a few minutes a week to be fun with your kids, those are the memories that are gonna last. That's what they're gonna remember, not all the other things. So you can just take that time and the other thing about the book is because you're doing it as a family, you're you're looking at recipes, right? You're looking at math and science and you're having them read. So they're growing in their language art skills and yep. maybe they're copying it down uh, so you can make your own little recipe cards from the book or whatever it might be. There's lots of skills that you can use sure. and incorporate with it. So I think finding that as a balance and then just being flexible that it's okay. I mean, we've had weeks like with the book launch 
we took some weeks off and they were doing very minimal as far as the schoolwork, but they were helping as a family. And I think that's the other thing that's helped me with balance is we're a family, we're a team. And so everything we, we succeed or fail together. So we're all doing family chores. You know, we're all helping with the things that need done. My kids are at my book signing and helping with things, you know, or whatever it might be. So whatever you've got going in your life, work together as a family and celebrate together and struggle together. And that really helps me with balance. Yeah. Great answer. Um, What advice would you give to a mom or dad who's struggling with homeschooling? You mentioned earlier that um, you had struggled, or I should say your daughter had struggled a little bit with reading and, you know, whether it's reading or math or, you know, speech, whatever it is, there are most families, if you have more than one child, there is something that your children are going to struggle with. And even if you only have one child, every child is going to struggle in one way or another, because as humans, that's what we do. How can you encourage the mom or dad who's just struggling in their homeschool right now? I'd say first off, normalizing it, that we all face those struggles and we're all growing each year. We get better and better. We learn more about ourselves and our kids. For me, I loved worksheets and tasks and achieving things, but I learned really quickly that my kids are not that way. So trying different things when you're feeling overwhelmed, first off, take a break, like enjoy a day at the park, just reset your feelings and remember that you love each other and you're for each other and, you know, just strengthen that relationship with each other. But then when you're coming back to the table, look at what do they love? What are they passionate about? For my daughter, she is so creative. So lap books where she's cutting and pasting and gluing, that really gets her excited. So we started incorporating those once a quarter because it's a lot of work and yeah. I don't, I don't have that much time. <laughs> I commend you for that. <laughs> yes. Like once a quarter, um, or, you know, like both my kids struggle a bit with attention and staying focused. So just trying different things. I feel like it really is a lot of trial and error. Do we need to limit distractions? What can we do together and what do we need to be in separate places for? Um, so just trying different things and having a conversation. I mean, I just had frank conversations with my kids too, of yeah. like, what do you love? What do you struggle with? What do you think would make it better? I think sometimes we don't give our kids enough credit that they know what they like and they don't like and what they need. And so sometimes if we can just ask the question and not be afraid of the answer um, will really help us to thrive in our homeschool. Yeah, I appreciate that you say that. I have definitely found that to be true in having the open conversation with my kids. And I'll tell them, you know, I'm not promising that we're going to do this particular curriculum, but if you had your choice and, you know, sometimes I'll just lay out for them, you know, here are some options for you. Um, which one do you think would be most fitting or what classes interest you? What do you want to take this year? I actually just, uh, not that long ago, sat down with my high school and I said, okay, we're, we're doing okay this year, but we've got two and a half years left, which, ah, I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, but you know, two and a half years left of her high school journey. And so I just said, where do you want to be in the end? You know, we've had this conversation again, but she, she changes as she grows and matures and is experiencing life. You know, her ideas about life are changing. And so it's good to have those open conversations with our kids. And like you said, even for young kids, and it could be as simple as if you just have some read alouds, maybe pulling out a few read alouds because it gives them ownership and it gets them excited about what it is that you're doing with them. And they feel like it's not just mom always saying, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do it my way, whether you like it or not. And, um, they can 
get excited about getting to choose the book or getting to choose the game that you're going to play or getting to choose the recipe. You know, we could hand them this book and say, what recipe would you love to make? You know, you could pick any recipe in this book. We'll get the ingredients for it. And we're going to spend an afternoon creating this recipe and maybe make a double one to take to the neighbor next door across the street and bless them with it as well. So there are so many great attributes to this book. Um, I really do appreciate that you've written it. Thank you so much for joining us this week. You guys, if you have not yet checked out this book, definitely go on our show notes, definitely purchase it, maybe buy one for a friend. It's called Dishing Up Devotions, 36 Faith Building Activities for Homeschooling Families. It will absolutely encourage you. Um, Katie, thank you so much for joining us this week. I've really enjoyed having you on the podcast. Thanks so much, Yvette. It's been so fun. I appreciate all that you do. Thank you. Thank you. And if you guys have not yet seen Schoolhouse Rocked, the homeschool revolution, go to our website, schoolhouserocked.com. We will, of course, have those in the show notes as well. And watch this film. It will change your life. It will change your perspective on homeschooling. It will change your perspective on family discipleship. Invite your friends over, invite your family, your neighbors, anyone who you want to be encouraged, even if they're not homeschooling, but they just want to understand what homeschooling is. Pop some popcorn, bring them into your living room and just have a good night of fellowship with them. Maybe bake a couple of recipes from Dishing Up Devotions and um, just enjoy that time of fellowship and encouragement. So schoolhouserocked.com. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back with you on Monday with another fantastic guest. Until then, have a great afternoon. Bye. Every year, parents just like you are discovering Classical Conversations, a vibrant, supportive Christian homeschooling program that's been equipping parents since 1997 with the resources, tools, guidance, and encouragement they need to homeschool their children with confidence and prepare them for a lifetime of success. Visit our website at classicalconversations.com to find a nearby community and learn more about homeschooling the Classical Conversations way. Classical Conversations, Christian homeschooling simplified.